Hello, and welcome to the Abide Bedtime Story. Jesus washes the disciples' feet taken from the book of John, chapter 13. This fictionalized look at this classic lesson from Jesus about serving others is from the perspective of Nathaniel, one of Jesus' first disciples, who recognized Jesus as God as soon as he was called by him. So, settle into your bed. Place your head on your pillow and relax all your muscles. Breathing deeply and slowly as you ready yourself for sleep. Let go of the cares of the day. Listen to my voice and let it soothe you as you drift into a peaceful, restful sleep. Tune out any noises that might distract you. Keep breathing slowly and steadily. Let me pray as we begin. Lord Jesus, thank you for your love for us and for the things you said to the disciples that night before Passover. You were so misunderstood when you walked on this earth. I pray that you would help us understand more fully who you are in our life right now. I pray for your child listening to this story tonight. I pray that you would lead them into restful sleep as they listen. Take their burdens and their cares upon your strong shoulders so they may be at peace. Amen. And now to our story. Nathaniel looked around him at his friends. He had spent three years walking with each of them, learning from Jesus. But this had been a long, strange, yet exciting week for all of them. The crowds shouting in praise to God as Jesus rode that donkey into Jerusalem. That was amazing. Finally, people realized who Jesus is. But then there was that weird plot by the chief priests to have Lazarus killed. What was that all about? Why couldn't they just rejoice that a man who had been dead was brought back to life? Their meal was drawn to a close, and everyone was relaxed, reclining at the table, talking softly. Occasional light laughter could be heard. Nathaniel looked at each of his companions, thankful for them. Then he noticed Jesus looking at each of them as well. There was such great love, but also some sadness in his eyes. As Nathaniel watched, 
Jesus slowly got to his feet and took off his outer robe. What is he doing? He wondered. Jesus then walked over to a cupboard sitting against a nearby wall and took a pitcher of water, a stone basin, and a towel from the cupboard. Wrapping the towel around himself, he returned to the table, knelt down beside Andrew, who looked as startled as everyone else, and took off Andrew's sandals. There was a collective gasp in the room. They had all washed their hands before the meal, as was required, but they had been walking all day. Andrew's feet were filthy. He started to draw them back, but Jesus pulled them gently toward the basin and began to wash them. Tears filled Nathaniel's eyes as he watched. He wanted to protest, but he knew that Jesus never did anything without reason. But this just seemed so wrong. Moving on to James, and then John, and then Matthew, Jesus continued to take off their dirty sandals and wash their grimy feet drying them with the towel around his waist. There was more than one man in tears now. When Jesus came to Peter, he, the impetuous one, said to Jesus, Lord, do you wash my feet? His tone was incredulous. Jesus looked at Peter with great compassion. What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward, you will understand. Peter cried out, You will never wash my feet. Nathaniel didn't move a muscle. He just stared wide-eyed at the Lord. Hadn't Peter spoken out of turn before and been rebuked by the Lord? Nathaniel held his breath for Jesus' reply. But the Lord was kind. He simply said to Peter, if I do not wash you, you have no share with me. And of course, Peter being Peter, said, Lord, not my feet only, but my hands and my head. <laughs> Jesus chuckled, knowing Peter so well. The one who has bathed does not need to wash, except for his feet, but is completely clean, and you are clean. And then Jesus' eyes turned sad again, and he said, But not every one of you. Nathaniel looked around at all the others in the room. What did Jesus mean? He wondered. Everyone had washed. He was sure of it. But Jesus did not stop his task. He moved on through the group, finally coming to Nathaniel himself. Nathaniel thought his heart would burst within him. He did not want Jesus to humble himself so and wash his feet, but he let him, tears rolling down his cheeks. Jesus looked at him with so much compassion. And then he finished this service, got up and returned the basin and pitcher, and took the towel from around his waist and laid it on the cupboard. 
putting on his outer garment again, he sat down at his place at the table. As before, Jesus looked each one of them in the eye with so much love, and then he said, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Nathanael wanted so badly to understand what Jesus was saying. He knew from experience that what he said could not just be taken at face value. He knew Jesus meant more than just washing feet. And then Jesus continued, Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Many more things were spoken that night, and Nathanael treasured them all in his heart. From hearing that someone in their group was going to turn against Jesus, to the Lord telling them to love each other as he had loved them. And then another warning to Peter, a warning that he would deny three times that he even knew Jesus. It was all so much to bear, so hard to understand, so frightening to all of them. Yet being with Jesus was the best thing that had ever happened to Nathaniel. As he contemplated the foot washing again, he thought he understood. If Jesus, who was the Messiah, could stoop so low as to wash their grimy feet, then there was nothing that was beneath them. They should serve one another in whatever way they could. And if he had to guess... Nathaniel thought that Jesus didn't just mean the twelve of them who were sitting with him that night. Hadn't he once before said that if they wanted to be great in God's kingdom, they must become the least? They must be the servants of everyone? As he lay on his mat that night, looking at the stars, thinking about all these things, Nathaniel wondered what that would mean for him. It all seemed too much, and yet he remembered another conversation from an earlier time. Jesus had been saddened when so many Jews walked away from him, because the things he was saying were just too hard to hear. Jesus turned to them and asked them, Do you want to go away as well? Peter, who didn't often say the right thing, had looked solemnly at Jesus and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One God. Yes, Nathaniel thought. No matter how hard it might seem to be to all of them, 
he knew that Jesus alone had the words of eternal life and he would do whatever he was asked to do dear Lord we are in awe of your love and your kindness thank you for showing us exactly what it means to be a servant you left your heavenly throne gave up all your glory in order to come down and save us because you love us so much as your precious child sleeps tonight I pray that you would give them peace because they know that you are always by their side and that you do indeed have the words of eternal life thank you for wanting us to share that life with you we love you amen Jesus washes the disciples' feet taken from the book of John, chapter 13. This fictionalized look at this classic lesson from Jesus about serving others is from the perspective of Nathaniel, one of Jesus' first disciples, who recognized Jesus as God as soon as he was called by him. So, settle into your bed place your head on your pillow and relax all your muscles breathing deeply and slowly as you ready yourself for sleep let go of the cares of the day listen to my voice and let it soothe you as you drift into a peaceful restful sleep tune out any noises that might distract you keep breathing slowly and steadily let me pray as we begin Lord Jesus thank you for your love for us and for the things you said to the disciples that night before Passover you were so misunderstood when you walked on this earth I pray that you would help us understand more fully who you are in our life right now I pray for your child listening to this story tonight I pray that you would lead them into restful sleep as they listen. Take their burdens and their cares upon your strong shoulders so they may be at peace. Amen. And now to our story. Nathaniel looked around him at his friends. He had spent three years walking with each of them, learning from Jesus. But this had been a long, strange, yet exciting week for all of them. The crowds shouting in praise to God as Jesus rode that donkey into Jerusalem. 
That was amazing. Finally, people realized who Jesus is. But then there was that weird plot by the chief priests to have Lazarus killed. What was that all about? Why couldn't they just rejoice that a man who had been dead was brought back to life? Their meal was drawn to a close, and everyone was relaxed, reclining at the table, talking softly. Occasional light laughter could be heard. Nathaniel looked at each of his companions, thankful for them. Then he noticed Jesus looking at each of them as well. There was such great love, but also some sadness in his eyes. As Nathaniel watched, Jesus slowly got to his feet and took off his outer robe. What is he doing? He wondered. Jesus then walked over to a cupboard sitting against a nearby wall and took a picture of water, a stone basin, and a towel from the cupboard. Wrapping the towel around himself, he returned to the table, knelt down beside Andrew, who looked as startled as everyone else, and took off Andrew's sandals. There was a collective gasp in the room. They had all washed their hands before the meal, as was required, but they had been walking all day. Andrew's feet were filthy. He started to draw them back, but Jesus pulled them gently toward the basin and began to wash them. Tears filled Nathaniel's eyes as he watched. He wanted to protest, but he knew that Jesus never did anything without reason. But this just seemed so wrong. Moving on to James, and then John, and then Matthew, Jesus continued to take off their dirty sandals and wash their grimy feet drying them with the towel around his waist. There was more than one man in tears now. When Jesus came to Peter, he, the impetuous one, said to Jesus, Lord, do you wash my feet? His tone was incredulous. Jesus looked at Peter with great compassion. What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward, you will understand. Peter cried out, You will never wash my feet. Nathaniel didn't move a muscle. He just stared wide-eyed at the Lord. Hadn't Peter spoken out of turn before and been rebuked by the Lord? Nathaniel held his breath for Jesus' reply. But the Lord was kind. He simply said to Peter, if I do not wash you, you have no share with me. And of course, Peter being Peter, said, Lord, not my feet only, but my hands and my head. <laughs> Jesus chuckled, knowing Peter so well. The one who has bathed does not need to wash, except for his feet, but is completely clean, and you are clean. 
And then Jesus' eyes turned sad again, and he said, But not every one of you. Nathanael looked around at all the others in the room. What did Jesus mean? He wondered. Everyone had washed. He was sure of it. But Jesus did not stop his task. He moved on through the group, finally coming to Nathanael himself. Nathanael thought his heart would burst within him. He did not want Jesus to humble himself so and wash his feet, but he let him, tears rolling down his cheeks. Jesus looked at him with so much compassion. And then he finished this service, got up and returned the basin and pitcher, and took the towel from around his waist and laid it on the cupboard. Putting on his outer garment again, he sat down at his place at the table. As before, Jesus looked each one of them in the eye with so much love, and then he said, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, that you also should do just as I have done to you. Nathanael wanted so badly to understand what Jesus was saying. He knew from experience that what he said could not just be taken at face value. He knew Jesus meant more than just washing feet. And then Jesus continued, Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Many more things were spoken that night, and Nathanael treasured them all in his heart. From hearing that someone in their group was going to turn against Jesus, to the Lord telling them to love each other as he had loved them. And then another warning to Peter, a warning that he would deny three times that he even knew Jesus. It was all so much to bear, so hard to understand, so frightening to all of them. Yet being with Jesus was the best thing that had ever happened to Nathaniel. As he contemplated the foot washing again, he thought he understood. If Jesus, who was the Messiah, could stoop so low as to wash their grimy feet, then there was nothing that was beneath them. They should serve one another in whatever way they could. And if he had to guess, Nathaniel thought that Jesus didn't just mean the twelve of them who were sitting with him that night. Hadn't he once before said that if they wanted to be great in God's kingdom, they must become the least? They must be the servants of everyone? As he lay on his mat that night, looking at the stars, thinking about all these things, 
Nathaniel wondered what that would mean for him. It all seemed too much, and yet he remembered another conversation from an earlier time. Jesus had been saddened when so many Jews walked away from him because the things he was saying were just too hard to hear. Jesus turned to them and asked them, Do you want to go away as well? Peter, who didn't often say the right thing, had looked solemnly at Jesus and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One God. Yes, Nathaniel thought. No matter how hard it might seem to be to all of them, he knew that Jesus alone had the words of eternal life, and he would do whatever he was asked to do. Dear Lord, we are in awe of your love and your kindness. Thank you for showing us exactly what it means to be a servant. You left your heavenly throne, gave up all your glory in order to come down and save us because you love us so much. As your precious child sleeps tonight, I pray that you would give them peace because they know that you are always by their side and that you do, indeed, have the words of eternal life. Thank you for wanting us to share that life with you. We love you. Amen. Jesus washes the disciples' feet taken from the book of John, chapter 13. This fictionalized look at this classic lesson from Jesus about serving others is from the perspective of Nathaniel, one of Jesus' first disciples, who recognized Jesus as God as soon as he was called by him. So, settle into your bed. Place your head on your pillow and relax all your muscles. Breathing deeply and slowly, as you ready yourself for sleep. Let go of the cares of the day. Listen to my voice and let it soothe you as you drift into a peaceful, restful sleep. Tune out any noises that might distract you. Keep breathing slowly and steadily. Let me pray as we begin. Lord Jesus, thank you for your love for us and for the things you said to the disciples that night before Passover. You were so misunderstood when you walked on this earth. 
I pray that you would help us understand more fully who you are in our life right now. I pray for your child listening to this story tonight. I pray that you would lead them into restful sleep as they listen. Take their burdens and their cares upon your strong shoulders so they may be at peace. Amen. And now to our story. Nathaniel looked around him at his friends. He had spent three years walking with each of them, learning from Jesus. But this had been a long, strange, yet exciting week for all of them. The crowds shouting in praise to God as Jesus rode that donkey into Jerusalem. That was amazing. Finally, people realized who Jesus is. But then there was that weird plot by the chief priests to have Lazarus killed. What was that all about? Why couldn't they just rejoice that a man who had been dead was brought back to life? Their meal was drawing to a close, and everyone was relaxed, reclining at the table, talking softly. Occasional light laughter could be heard. Nathaniel looked at each of his companions, thankful for them. Then he noticed Jesus looking at each of them as well. There was such great love, but also some sadness in his eyes. As Nathaniel watched, Jesus slowly got to his feet and took off his outer robe. What is he doing? He wondered. Jesus then walked over to a cupboard sitting against a nearby wall and took a pitcher of water, a stone basin, and a towel from the cupboard. Wrapping the towel around himself, he returned to the table, knelt down beside Andrew, who looked as startled as everyone else, and took off Andrew's sandals. There was a collective gasp in the room. They had all washed their hands before the meal, as was required, but they had been walking all day. Andrew's feet were filthy. He started to draw them back, but Jesus pulled them gently toward the basin and began to wash them. Tears filled Nathaniel's eyes as he watched. He wanted to protest, but he knew that Jesus never did anything without reason. But this just seemed so wrong. Moving on to James, and then John, and then Matthew, Jesus continued to take off their dirty sandals and wash their grimy feet drying them with the towel around his waist. There was more than one man in tears now. When Jesus came to Peter, he, the impetuous one, said to Jesus, Lord, do you wash my feet? His tone was incredulous. Jesus looked at Peter with great compassion. 
What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter cried out, You will never wash my feet. Nathaniel didn't move a muscle. He just stared wide-eyed at the Lord. Hadn't Peter spoken out of turn before and been rebuked by the Lord? Nathaniel held his breath for Jesus' reply. But the Lord was kind. He simply said to Peter, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. And of course, Peter being Peter, said, Lord, not my feet only, but my hands and my head. (laughs) Jesus chuckled, knowing Peter so well. The one who has bathed does not need to wash, except for his feet, but is completely clean, and you are clean. And then Jesus' eyes turned sad again, and he said, But not every one of you. Nathaniel looked around at all the others in the room. What did Jesus mean? He wondered. Everyone had washed. He was sure of it. But Jesus did not stop his task. He moved on through the group, finally coming to Nathaniel himself. Nathaniel thought his heart would burst within him. He did not want Jesus to humble himself so and wash his feet, but he let him, tears rolling down his cheeks. Jesus looked at him with so much compassion. And then he finished this service, got up and returned the basin and pitcher, and took the towel from around his waist and laid it on the cupboard. Putting on his outer garment again, he sat down at his place at the table. As before, Jesus looked each one of them in the eye with so much love, and then he said, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Nathaniel wanted so badly to understand what Jesus was saying. He knew from experience that what he said could not just be taken at face value. He knew Jesus meant more than just washing feet. And then Jesus continued, Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Many more things were spoken that night, and Nathaniel treasured them all in his heart. From hearing that someone in their group was going to turn against Jesus, to the Lord telling them to love each other as he had loved them. And then another warning to Peter, a warning that he would deny three times that he even knew Jesus. It was all so much to bear. 
so hard to understand so frightening to all of them yet being with Jesus was the best thing that had ever happened to Nathaniel as he contemplated the foot washing again he thought he understood if Jesus who was the Messiah could stoop so low as to wash their grimy feet then there was nothing that was beneath them they should serve one another in whatever way they could and if he had to guess Nathaniel thought that Jesus didn't just mean the 12 of them who were sitting with him that night hadn't he once before said that if they wanted to be great in God's kingdom they must become the least they must be the servants of everyone as he lay on his mat that night looking at the stars thinking about all these things Nathaniel wondered what that would mean for him it all seemed too much and yet he remembered another conversation from an earlier time Jesus had been saddened when so many Jews walked away from him because the things he was saying were just too hard to hear Jesus turned to them and asked them do you want to go away as well Peter who didn't often say the right thing had looked solemnly at Jesus and said Lord to whom shall we go you have the words of eternal life and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One God yes Nathaniel thought no matter how hard it might seem to be to all of them he knew that Jesus alone had the words of eternal life and he would do whatever he was asked to do dear Lord we are in awe of your love and your kindness thank you for showing us exactly what it means to be a servant you left your heavenly throne gave up all your glory in order to come down and save us because you love us so much as your precious child sleeps tonight I pray that you would give them peace because they know that you are always by their side and that you do indeed have the words of eternal life thank you for wanting us to share that life with you we love you amen Jesus washes the disciples' feet taken from the book of John, chapter 13. This fictionalized look at this classic lesson from Jesus about serving others is from the perspective of Nathaniel, one of Jesus' first disciples, who recognized Jesus as God as soon as he was called by him. So, settle into your bed place your head on your pillow and relax all your muscles breathing deeply and slowly as you ready yourself for sleep
let go of the cares of the day. Listen to my voice and let it soothe you as you drift into a peaceful, restful sleep. Tune out any noises that might distract you. Keep breathing slowly and steadily. Let me pray as we begin. Lord Jesus, thank you for your love for us and for the things you said to the disciples that night before Passover. You were so misunderstood when you walked on this earth. I pray that you would help us understand more fully who you are in our life right now. I pray for your child listening to this story tonight. I pray that you would lead them into restful sleep as they listen. Take their burdens and their cares upon your strong shoulders so they may be at peace. Amen. And now to our story. Nathaniel looked around him at his friends. He had spent three years walking with each of them, learning from Jesus. But this had been a long, strange, yet exciting week for all of them. The crowds shouting in praise to God as Jesus rode that donkey into Jerusalem. That was amazing. Finally, people realized who Jesus is. But then there was that weird plot by the chief priests to have Lazarus killed. What was that all about? Why couldn't they just rejoice that a man who had been dead was brought back to life? Their meal was drawing to a close, and everyone was relaxed, reclining at the table, talking softly. Occasional light laughter could be heard. Nathaniel looked at each of his companions, thankful for them. Then he noticed Jesus looking at each of them as well. There was such great love, but also some sadness in his eyes. As Nathaniel watched, Jesus slowly got to his feet and took off his outer robe. What is he doing? He wondered. Jesus then walked over to a cupboard sitting against a nearby wall and took a pitcher of water, a stone basin, and a towel from the cupboard. Wrapping the towel around himself, he returned to the table, knelt down beside Andrew, who looked as startled as everyone else, and took off Andrew's sandals. There was a collective gasp in the room. They had all washed their hands before the meal, as was required, but they had been walking all day. Andrew's feet were filthy. He started to draw them back, but Jesus pulled them gently toward the basin and began to wash them. Tears 
filled Nathaniel's eyes as he watched. He wanted to protest, but he knew that Jesus never did anything without reason. But this just seemed so wrong. Moving on to James, and then John, and then Matthew, Jesus continued to take off their dirty sandals and wash their grimy feet, drying them with the towel around his waist. There was more than one man in tears now. When Jesus came to Peter, he, the impetuous one, said to Jesus, Lord, do you wash my feet? His tone was incredulous. Jesus looked at Peter with great compassion. What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter cried out, You will never wash my feet. Nathaniel didn't move a muscle. He just stared wide-eyed at the Lord. Hadn't Peter spoken out of turn before and been rebuked by the Lord? Nathaniel held his breath for Jesus' reply. But the Lord was kind. He simply said to Peter, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. And of course, Peter being Peter, said, Lord, not my feet only, but my hands and my head. (laughs) Jesus chuckled, knowing Peter so well. The one who has bathed does not need to wash, except for his feet, but is completely clean, and you are clean. And then Jesus' eyes turned sad again, and he said, But not every one of you. Nathaniel looked around at all the others in the room. What did Jesus mean? He wondered. Everyone had washed. He was sure of it. But Jesus did not stop his task. He moved on through the group, finally coming to Nathaniel himself. Nathaniel thought his heart would burst within him. He did not want Jesus to humble himself so and wash his feet, but he let him, tears rolling down his cheeks. Jesus looked at him with so much compassion. And then he finished this service, got up and returned the basin and pitcher, and took the towel from around his waist and laid it on the cupboard. Putting on his outer garment again, he sat down at his place at the table. As before, Jesus looked each one of them in the eye with so much love, and then he said, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, that you also should do just as I have done to you. Nathaniel wanted so badly to understand what Jesus was saying. He knew from experience that what he said could not just be taken at face value. 
he knew Jesus meant more than just washing feet and then Jesus continued truly truly I say to you a servant is not greater than his master nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him if you know these things blessed are you if you do them many more things were spoken that night and Nathaniel treasured them all in his heart from hearing that someone in their group was going to turn against Jesus to the Lord telling them to love each other as he had loved them and then another warning to Peter a warning that he would deny three times that he even knew Jesus it was all so much to bear so hard to understand so frightening to all of them yet being with Jesus was the best thing that had ever happened to Nathaniel as he contemplated the foot washing again he thought he understood if Jesus who was the Messiah could stoop so low as to wash their grimy feet then there was nothing that was beneath them they should serve one another in whatever way they could and if he had to guess Nathaniel thought that Jesus didn't just mean the 12 of them who were sitting with him that night hadn't he once before said that if they wanted to be great in God's kingdom they must become the least they must be the servants of everyone as he lay on his mat that night looking at the stars thinking about all these things Nathaniel wondered what that would mean for him it all seemed too much and yet he remembered another conversation from an earlier time Jesus had been saddened when so many Jews walked away from him because the things he was saying were just too hard to hear Jesus turned to them and asked them do you want to go away as well Peter who didn't often say the right thing had looked solemnly at Jesus and said Lord to whom shall we go you have the words of eternal life and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One God yes Nathaniel thought no matter how hard it might seem to be to all of them he knew that Jesus alone had the words of eternal life and he would do whatever he was asked to do dear Lord we are in awe of your love and your kindness thank you for showing us exactly what it means to be a servant you left your heavenly throne gave up all your glory in order to come down and save us because you love us so much as your precious child sleeps tonight I pray that you would give them peace because they know that you are always by their side and that you do indeed have the words of eternal life 
thank you for wanting us to share that life with you we love you amen Jesus washes the disciples feet taken from the book of John chapter 13 this fictionalized look at this classic lesson from Jesus about serving others is from the perspective of Nathaniel one of Jesus's first disciples who recognized Jesus as God as soon as he was called by him so settle into your bed place your head on your pillow and relax all your muscles breathing deeply and slowly as you ready yourself for sleep let go of the cares of the day listen to my voice and let it soothe you as you drift into a peaceful restful sleep tune out any noises that might distract you keep breathing slowly and steadily let me pray as we begin Lord Jesus thank you for your love for us and for the things you said to the disciples that night before Passover you were so misunderstood when you walked on this earth I pray that you would help us understand more fully who you are in our life right now I pray for your child listening to this story tonight I pray that you would lead them into restful sleep as they listen take their burdens and their cares upon your strong shoulders so they may be at peace amen and now to our story Nathaniel looked around him at his friends he had spent three years walking with each of them learning from Jesus but this had been a long strange yet exciting week for all of them the crowds shouting in praise to God as Jesus rode that donkey into Jerusalem that was amazing finally people realized who Jesus is but then there was that weird plot by the chief priests to have Lazarus killed what was that all about why couldn't they just rejoice that a man who had been dead was brought back to life their meal was drawn to a close and everyone was relaxed reclining at the table talking softly occasional light laughter could be heard Nathaniel looked at each of his companions thankful for them 
Then he noticed Jesus looking at each of them as well. There was such great love, but also some sadness in his eyes. As Nathaniel watched, Jesus slowly got to his feet and took off his outer robe. What is he doing? He wondered. Jesus then walked over to a cupboard sitting against a nearby wall and took a pitcher of water, a stone basin, and a towel from the cupboard. Wrapping the towel around himself, he returned to the table, knelt down beside Andrew, who looked as startled as everyone else, and took off Andrew's sandals. There was a collective gasp in the room. They had all washed their hands before the meal, as was required, but they had been walking all day. Andrew's feet were filthy. He started to draw them back, but Jesus pulled them gently toward the basin and began to wash them. Tears filled Nathaniel's eyes as he watched. He wanted to protest, but he knew that Jesus never did anything without reason. But this just seemed so wrong. Moving on to James, and then John, and then Matthew, Jesus continued to take off their dirty sandals and wash their grimy feet drying them with the towel around his waist. There was more than one man in tears now. When Jesus came to Peter, he, the impetuous one, said to Jesus, Lord, do you wash my feet? His tone was incredulous. Jesus looked at Peter with great compassion. What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward, you will understand. Peter cried out, You will never wash my feet. Nathaniel didn't move a muscle. He just stared wide-eyed at the Lord. Hadn't Peter spoken out of turn before and been rebuked by the Lord? Nathaniel held his breath for Jesus' reply. But the Lord was kind. He simply said to Peter, if I do not wash you, you have no share with me. And of course, Peter being Peter, said, Lord, not my feet only, but my hands and my head. <laughs> Jesus chuckled, knowing Peter so well. The one who has bathed does not need to wash, except for his feet, but is completely clean, and you are clean. And then Jesus' eyes turned sad again, and he said, But not every one of you. Nathaniel looked around at all the others in the room. What did Jesus mean? He wondered. Everyone had washed. He was sure of it. But Jesus did not stop his task. He moved on through the group, finally coming to Nathaniel himself. Nathaniel thought his heart would burst within him. He did not want Jesus to humble himself so and wash his feet, but he let him, tears rolling down his cheeks. Jesus looked at him with so much compassion. 
and then he finished this service, got up and returned the basin and pitcher, and took the towel from around his waist and laid it on the cupboard. Putting on his outer garment again, he sat down at his place at the table. As before, Jesus looked each one of them in the eye with so much love, and then he said, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Nathanael wanted so badly to understand what Jesus was saying. He knew from experience that what he said could not just be taken at face value. He knew Jesus meant more than just washing feet. And then Jesus continued, Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Many more things were spoken that night, and Nathanael treasured them all in his heart. From hearing that someone in their group was going to turn against Jesus, to the Lord telling them to love each other as he had loved them. And then another warning to Peter, a warning that he would deny three times that he even knew Jesus. It was all so much to bear, so hard to understand, so frightening to all of them. Yet being with Jesus was the best thing that had ever happened to Nathaniel. As he contemplated the foot washing again, he thought he understood. If Jesus, who was the Messiah, could stoop so low as to wash their grimy feet, then there was nothing that was beneath them. They should serve one another in whatever way they could. And if he had to guess... Nathaniel thought that Jesus didn't just mean the twelve of them who were sitting with him that night. Hadn't he once before said that if they wanted to be great in God's kingdom, they must become the least? They must be the servants of everyone? As he lay on his mat that night, looking at the stars, thinking about all these things, Nathaniel wondered what that would mean for him. It all seemed too much, and yet he remembered another conversation from an earlier time. Jesus had been saddened when so many Jews walked away from him, because the things he was saying were just too hard to hear. Jesus turned to them and asked them, Do you want to go away as well? Peter, who didn't often say the right thing, had looked solemnly at Jesus and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One God.
Yes, Nathaniel thought. No matter how hard it might seem to be to all of them, he knew that Jesus alone had the words of eternal life, and he would do whatever he was asked to do. Dear Lord, we are in awe of your love and your kindness. Thank you for showing us exactly what it means to be a servant. You left your heavenly throne, gave up all your glory in order to come down and save us because you love us so much. As your precious child sleeps tonight, I pray that you would give them peace because they know that you are always by their side and that you do, indeed, have the words of eternal life. Thank you for wanting us to share that life with you. We love you. Amen. Jesus washes the disciples' feet taken from the book of John, chapter 13. This fictionalized look at this classic lesson from Jesus about serving others is from the perspective of Nathaniel, one of Jesus' first disciples, who recognized Jesus as God as soon as he was called by him. So, settle into your bed. Place your head on your pillow and relax all your muscles. breathing deeply and slowly as you ready yourself for sleep. Let go of the cares of the day. Listen to my voice and let it soothe you as you drift into a peaceful, restful sleep. Tune out any noises that might distract you. Keep breathing slowly and steadily. Let me pray as we begin. Lord Jesus, thank you for your love for us and for the things you said to the disciples that night before Passover. You were so misunderstood when you walked on this earth. I pray that you would help us understand more fully who you are in our life right now. I pray for your child listening to this story tonight. I pray that you would lead them into restful sleep as they listen. Take their burdens and their cares upon your strong shoulders so they may be at peace. Amen. And now to our story. Nathaniel looked around him at his friends. He had spent three years walking with each of them, learning from Jesus. But this had been a long, strange, yet exciting week for all of them. 
the crowds shouting in praise to God as Jesus rode that donkey into Jerusalem. That was amazing. Finally, people realized who Jesus is. But then there was that weird plot by the chief priests to have Lazarus killed. What was that all about? Why couldn't they just rejoice that a man who had been dead was brought back to life? Their meal was drawn to a close, and everyone was relaxed, reclining at the table, talking softly. Occasional light laughter could be heard. Nathaniel looked at each of his companions, thankful for them. Then he noticed Jesus looking at each of them as well. There was such great love, but also some sadness in his eyes. As Nathaniel watched, Jesus slowly got to his feet and took off his outer robe. What is he doing? He wondered. Jesus then walked over to a cupboard sitting against a nearby wall and took a pitcher of water a stone basin and a towel from the cupboard. Wrapping the towel around himself, he returned to the table, knelt down beside Andrew, who looked as startled as everyone else, and took off Andrew's sandals. There was a collective gasp in the room. They had all washed their hands before the meal, as was required, but they had been walking all day. Andrew's feet were filthy. He started to draw them back, but Jesus pulled them gently toward the basin and began to wash them. Tears filled Nathaniel's eyes as he watched. He wanted to protest, but he knew that Jesus never did anything without reason. But this just seemed so wrong. Moving on to James, and then John, and then Matthew, Jesus continued to take off their dirty sandals and wash their grimy feet, drying them with a towel around his waist. There was more than one man in tears now. When Jesus came to Peter, he, the impetuous one, said to Jesus, Lord, do you wash my feet? His tone was incredulous. Jesus looked at Peter with great compassion. What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter cried out, You will never wash my feet. Nathaniel didn't move a muscle. He just stared wide-eyed at the Lord. Hadn't Peter spoken out of turn before and been rebuked by the Lord? Nathaniel held his breath for Jesus' reply. But the Lord was kind. He simply said to Peter, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. And of course, Peter being Peter, said, Lord, not my feet only, but my hands and my head. <laughs> Jesus chuckled, knowing Peter so well. The one who has bathed does not need to wash, 
except for his feet, but is completely clean, and you are clean. And then Jesus' eyes turned sad again, and he said, But not every one of you. Nathanael looked around at all the others in the room. What did Jesus mean? He wondered. Everyone had washed. He was sure of it. But Jesus did not stop his task. He moved on through the group, finally coming to Nathanael himself. Nathanael thought his heart would burst within him. He did not want Jesus to humble himself so and wash his feet, but he let him, tears rolling down his cheeks. Jesus looked at him with so much compassion. And then he finished this service, got up and returned the basin and pitcher, and took the towel from around his waist and laid it on the cupboard. Putting on his outer garment again, he sat down at his place at the table. As before, Jesus looked each one of them in the eye with so much love, and then he said, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Nathanael wanted so badly to understand what Jesus was saying. He knew from experience that what he said could not just be taken at face value. He knew Jesus meant more than just washing feet. And then Jesus continued, Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Many more things were spoken that night and Nathanael treasured them all in his heart. From hearing that someone in their group was going to turn against Jesus, to the Lord telling them to love each other as he had loved them. And then another warning to Peter, a warning that he would deny three times that he even knew Jesus. It was all so much to bear so hard to understand, so frightening to all of them. Yet being with Jesus was the best thing that had ever happened to Nathaniel. As he contemplated the foot washing again, he thought he understood. If Jesus, who was the Messiah, could stoop so low as to wash their grimy feet, then there was nothing that was beneath them. They should serve one another in whatever way they could. And if he had to guess, Nathaniel thought that Jesus didn't just mean the twelve of them who were sitting with him that night. Hadn't he once before said that if they wanted to be great in God's kingdom, they must become the least? They must be the servants of everyone? 
as he lay on his mat that night, looking at the stars, thinking about all these things. Nathaniel wondered what that would mean for him. It all seemed too much, and yet he remembered another conversation from an earlier time. Jesus had been saddened when so many Jews walked away from him because the things he was saying were just too hard to hear. Jesus turned to them and asked them, Do you want to go away as well? Peter, who didn't often say the right thing, had looked solemnly at Jesus and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One God. Yes, Nathaniel thought. No matter how hard it might seem to be to all of them, he knew that Jesus alone had the words of eternal life, and he would do whatever he was asked to do. Dear Lord, we are in awe of your love and your kindness. Thank you for showing us exactly what it means to be a servant. You left your heavenly throne, gave up all your glory in order to come down and save us because you love us so much. As your precious child sleeps tonight, I pray that you would give them peace because they know that you are always by their side and that you do, indeed, have the words of eternal life. Thank you for wanting us to share that life with you. We love you. Amen. Jesus washes the disciples' feet taken from the book of John, chapter 13. This fictionalized look at this classic lesson from Jesus about serving others is from the perspective of Nathaniel, one of Jesus' first disciples, who recognized Jesus as God as soon as he was called by him. So, Settle into your bed. Place your head on your pillow and relax all your muscles. Breathing deeply and slowly as you ready yourself for sleep. Let go of the cares of the day. Listen to my voice and let it soothe you as you drift into a peaceful, restful sleep. Tune out any noises that might distract you. Keep breathing slowly and steadily. Let me pray as we begin. Lord Jesus, 
thank you for your love for us and for the things you said to the disciples that night before Passover. You were so misunderstood when you walked on this earth. I pray that you would help us understand more fully who you are in our life right now. I pray for your child listening to this story tonight. I pray that you would lead them into restful sleep as they listen. Take their burdens and their cares upon your strong shoulders so they may be at peace. Amen. And now to our story. Nathaniel looked around him at his friends. He had spent three years walking with each of them, learning from Jesus. But this had been a long, strange, yet exciting week for all of them. The crowds shouting in praise to God as Jesus rode that donkey into Jerusalem. That was amazing. Finally, people realized who Jesus is. But then there was that weird plot by the chief priests to have Lazarus killed. What was that all about? Why couldn't they just rejoice that a man who had been dead was brought back to life? Their meal was drawn to a close, and everyone was relaxed, reclining at the table, talking softly. Occasional light laughter could be heard. Nathaniel looked at each of his companions, thankful for them. Then he noticed Jesus looking at each of them as well. There was such great love, but also some sadness in his eyes. As Nathaniel watched, Jesus slowly got to his feet and took off his outer robe. What is he doing? He wondered. Jesus then walked over to a cupboard sitting against a nearby wall and took a pitcher of water, a stone basin, and a towel from the cupboard. Wrapping the towel around himself, he returned to the table, knelt down beside Andrew, who looked as startled as everyone else, and took off Andrew's sandals. There was a collective gasp in the room. They had all washed their hands before the meal, as was required, but they had been walking all day. Andrew's feet were filthy. He started to draw them back, but Jesus pulled them gently toward the basin and began to wash them. Tears filled Nathaniel's eyes as he watched. He wanted to protest but he knew that Jesus never did anything without reason. But this just seems so wrong. Moving on to James, and then John, and then Matthew, Jesus continued to take off their dirty sandals and wash their grimy feet, drying them with a towel around his waist. There was more than one man in tears now, When Jesus came to Peter, he, 
the impetuous one, said to Jesus, Lord, do you wash my feet? His tone was incredulous. Jesus looked at Peter with great compassion. What I am doing, you do not understand it now, but afterward, you will understand. Peter cried out, You will never wash my feet. Nathaniel didn't move a muscle. He just stared wide-eyed at the Lord. Hadn't Peter spoken out of turn before and been rebuked by the Lord? Nathaniel held his breath for Jesus' reply. But the Lord was kind. He simply said to Peter, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. And of course, Peter being Peter, said, Lord, not my feet only, but my hands and my head. <laughs> Jesus chuckled, knowing Peter so well. The one who has bathed does not need to wash, except for his feet, but is completely clean, and you are clean. And then Jesus' eyes turned sad again, and he said, but not every one of you. Nathaniel looked around at all the others in the room. What did Jesus mean? He wondered. Everyone had washed. He was sure of it. But Jesus did not stop his task. He moved on through the group, finally coming to Nathaniel himself. Nathaniel thought his heart would burst within him. He did not want Jesus to humble himself so and wash his feet, but he let him, tears rolling down his cheeks. Jesus looked at him with so much compassion. And then he finished this service, got up and returned the basin and pitcher, and took the towel from around his waist and laid it on the cupboard. Putting on his outer garment again, he sat down at his place at the table. As before, Jesus looked each one of them in the eye with so much love, and then he said, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Nathaniel wanted so badly to understand what Jesus was saying. He knew from experience that what he said could not just be taken at face value. He knew Jesus meant more than just washing feet. And then Jesus continued, Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Many more things were spoken that night and Nathaniel treasured them all in his heart. From hearing that someone in their group was going to turn against Jesus, to the Lord telling them to love each other as he had loved them. 
and then another warning to Peter, a warning that he would deny three times that he even knew Jesus. It was all so much to bear, so hard to understand, so frightening to all of them. Yet being with Jesus was the best thing that had ever happened to Nathaniel. As he contemplated the foot washing again, he thought he understood. If Jesus, who was the Messiah, could stoop so low as to wash their grimy feet, then there was nothing that was beneath them. They should serve one another in whatever way they could. And if he had to guess, Nathaniel thought that Jesus didn't just mean the twelve of them who were sitting with him that night. Hadn't he once before said that if they wanted to be great in God's kingdom, they must become the least? They must be the servants of everyone? As he lay on his mat that night, looking at the stars, thinking about all these things, Nathaniel wondered what that would mean for him. It all seemed too much, and yet he remembered another conversation from an earlier time. Jesus had been saddened when so many Jews walked away from him because the things he was saying were just too hard to hear. Jesus turned to them and asked them, Do you want to go away as well? Peter, who didn't often say the right thing, had looked solemnly at Jesus and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One God. Yes, Nathaniel thought. No matter how hard it might seem to be to all of them, he knew that Jesus alone had the words of eternal life, and he would do whatever he was asked to do. Dear Lord, we are in awe of your love and your kindness. Thank you for showing us exactly what it means to be a servant. You left your heavenly throne, gave up all your glory in order to come down and save us because you love us so much. As your precious child sleeps tonight, I pray that you would give them peace because they know that you are always by their side and that you do, indeed, have the words of eternal life. Thank you for wanting us to share that life with you. We love you. Amen.